I usually start with a quote, but I'm just going to start with what this woman is all about. Kizi Lee is a business and self-expression alchemist on a mission to activate 100 million women into their most fully self-expressed version of themselves. To her, being self-expressed is knowing your courage, knowing your strength, knowing your love, knowing your joy, knowing your pleasure, your prosperity. Join us here as we go deep into activating self-expression. Kia ora, my name is Jade Benioni and I am a coach and a guide for conscious women in business. I've been referred to before as a hippie in a boardroom and a gangster in business. And my mission is to walk beside these women as they reclaim and wield their unique power, their mana, and use it to further their own mission, their own business. In these episodes, we will normalize the conversations that are sometimes difficult to have, but are very necessary in order to create change. And we'll do that by listening to other people's stories and sharing strategies that help us to own and accept all parts of who we are. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Welcome. So welcome to another episode of, well, the second episode of the Mana of One podcast. We're here with Kezia Lee. Um, how do I sum you up, girl? Like, you just, you're... You're a fucking legend. And <laughs> I think, like, for the second episode of Manner of One and the trajectory that it's heading in, I'm like, oh, yeah. But to have you as the first person to really, like, you know, um, jam with is, it just makes so much sense, obviously, because these episodes are being co-created, like, intentionally. So, girl, over to you. Um, thank you so much for being here and jamming and yeah, just tell us a bit about you, your story, what you're up to, what you do in the world for those of us that don't know you, but it would be hard not to know you. (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, rock on. Sometimes I'm like, um, what fucking rock you been hiding under? You don't know who I am. Like, excuse me? Right? Yeah, what? So those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Keith. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your amazing podcast and just sharing this transmission. Um, You know, how grateful. I'm I'm feeling extremely grateful that we actually just get, like this gets to be our life and this gets to be our job. And I think sometimes we take that Mm -hmm. for granted. And the one thing that COVID is showing me is, is the groundedness and feeling the magic in like every single moment you know, and I I just feel that so deeply as, you know, my self-care is taken on a whole new level and I get to show up not in overwhelm anymore and not in in actually because I'm not running off to this appointment and that appointment and to see this friend and I'm so grounded in my being and I just love that we get to do this work. So thanks for having me. Oh yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Story lady, tell us your, tell us your golden goodies. My golden goodies, my golden goodies. All right. Well, I got a, I got a lot of goodies. My goodies. <laughs> yes. the podcast, you can't see all my goodies, but you know. <laughs> um, uh, um, so a little background. I was born and raised in New Zealand <clears throat> um, with my two parents. I, my parents separated when I was 11 or maybe a nine actually. And my dad moved back to Australia. And then when I was 17, my mother took a trip of a lifetime and that trip of a lifetime was to be her last adventure. And she um, went sailing on a trimarang from Nelson and the intention was to go to Tonga. And basically they never, they never turned up. Mm. And you know, a year and a half later, the boat was found. And um, there's a post on my Facebook. So if you are listening and you want to know more about it, there is a beautiful post I did actually only a couple of weeks ago, maybe not even that long, but that experience of being in the unknown and facing off with such grief and such pain at such a young age was honestly the greatest gift of my whole life. You know, like the greatest gift. And it seemed me on trajectory of pain and numbing and drugs and alcohol for like 10 years and sex with lots of random guys and you know 
um, scared to let anyone in. And it also sent me on trajectory of owning my own business at 22. I bought a hairdressing salon and I um, named it after my beautiful mother. And, you know, so in amongst the, the, the grief and the partying was also me developing a business. And, you know, there was a lot of, I'm doing business because I want to be successful and I want my worth to be proven. Um, and then two years ago, I, I, you know, my, my business was um, a million dollar business and it all looked successful and incredible on the outside. But the truth of the matter was, was I was getting some cosmic whispers, soul, God, soul, spirit, you know, continually was like, is this what really what you're going to do? You're just going to keep, you know, and, I made the decision to throw away everything that I knew, sell my business, sell the thing that I thought I was going to have forever, you know, have people and women who had been supporting in their business and this, in my business and clients that I'd developed and this whole identity. My mum was named after my salon. Like there was all this stuff mm. and I just knew that I had to choose a different life. And I've just been the last two years going on a whole, just stripping of everything that I knew my identity leaning into courage again and again and again and knowing that I was being led even in the scariest parts of, you know, I went through moments of loneliness of, I don't know who I am. I don't even know where I'm going to live to finding my place and just following and following and building my intuition. And now, you know, I'm um, created a, a multi six figure business in a year. I have a team of, of four. I, help women specifically unlock their magic so that they can, you know, really be on purpose with their soul's mission um, and, and to create businesses and structures and that actually fuel women in a healthy, beautiful way um, that has their radiance come online while still being a powerful woman, while still being a mum, while still being at all. And, you know, my mission on this lifetime is to unlock and awaken 100 million women into their fullest self-expression because, I believe women right now are really, you know, they see it everywhere, are holding back and not shining bright, are not tapping into the beautiful fucking creatrixes that they truly are. And I want women to know that everything and anything is fucking possible. Aha! <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, see, you see why, you see why you're the first, you know, like the first one out the gate, you know, like it's more than just words. It's more than just words. And I've been, I've been doing a few like raps and, you know, like song writing, but I'm not even writing them. And it's, and this thing for me is like, it's more than just words. That's what I was just feeling right then as you were just kind of like riffing and just telling your story and just being here in the moment with you to just soak that in and soak it into the transmission of this podcast because that is, you know, it is, it's more than words. It's more than words. It's more than the marketing. It's more than the, you know, what we write, even though those things are very useful, but you know, that feeling right there is what it's about. It's that feeling when you hear somebody speak, it's that. And that's how I opened up mana of one. I didn't talk about what mana, what source, what strength is. It was, Hey, let me tell you a really ancient story about the void and, you know, the sky and the earth separating and feel that because it's feeling it is what we need to do. And I was, I'm just like, I was just feeling every fucking word. And this episode is definitely explicit already. Like, reframe. <laughs> we will yeah. be. Sorry. Yeah, already. Um, feeling so, that mission so much. And I was reading one of your posts today, actually, girl, and let's go into this. Mm. Like, you're like, it's about unity. And like, you and I do the same kind of work. Mm. And I'm just like, like, fuck yes to that, you know, to that transmission that you hold and anyone that's on that, aligning with that, like, please, just yes, like, you know, unity. Can you just talk a little bit about that post, a little bit about what unity is and how everyone's doing similar things, but it's so, like, with, you know, it's about unity. Yeah. Jam on that for a bit. Yeah. Oh, I love this question. I love it when we talk about different things on podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, what I see, and, and if anyone's watching and is in the coaching industry and is in this space, like, you know, I actually truly believe 
you know, it's really been landing energetically for me lately. I'm like, we are actually creating the new world. It's not just a, we're creating the new world chat. Like it's, I can physically start and, and energetically in the field, start to feel what's happening. And, you know, I'm so passionate about businesses and new business structures. It's actually in my gene keys. It's one of the things that I'm, and, and my human design reading that I had, she's like, you are here to create and birth new business structures. Even though I hate business structures, like I'm a manifesting generator. I'm like, ah, let's fucking fuck all the structures. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe, you know, this is why I love your work and it's, and it's unity is about, you know, for us to really come together and, and actually acknowledge our geniuses. And, mm-hmm. and when we continue to put away the ego and put away, you know, this, this, the ego is it's a part of being a human being, but you know, the more we can just lay our life on the line and, you know, I, I get so fired up when I was watching um, that post was about um, Michelle Obama and just her, about her being a leader and, you know, I get so fired up about issues that are happening in this world. And, and that's why I use my voice. But unity to me is about, you know, how can we still come together even when we don't agree? How can we still, you know, create businesses that actually, you know, I want to create business models that actually go, you know, my genius, you know, I don't do anything now that's not in my genius. I literally don't do the operations of my business. I don't like because I know, and so, and, and this person here who is doing the operations, their magic is required. Like, and it's not more important than mine, you know, but to really create sustainable change, we need to have structures and we need to come together. And, and, you know, a lot of people in this coaching space, I'll relate it back to that, but I think they glamify, you know, oh, look, here's, here's the sequins and sparkles and, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, and I fucking work my ass off, yo. Mm-hmm. And my genius is to be in my voice. So, you know, I think we need to not glamify or pedestal. Like, this is not just all fucking, and it's taken both of us a long time to get here. And unity is going, this is my genius. This is my gift. And how can we truly come together to make impact and stop making it about us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pedestals, let's talk about that for a moment because I was on one for a bit. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Well, I thought you were on one for a bit. Let's go there. Let's talk about- <laughs> you know um like what you're saying like put it all away like lay it down like get off the pedestals like i have a saying that i always say to my my sisters that are in my container um is that the moment you put yourself up on a pedestal is the moment you need to get the fuck down it's like there's something else for you to look at like the moment you think that you're here you've arrived is the moment that oh there's something else you know there's an opportunity and so yeah like on that note I'm just going to jam out a little bit from my perspective of how we kind of connected because this podcast is about normalizing the difficult discussions. And one of those woman to woman is, is looking at other women and going, I love you, but you're, you're all of the things, all of the fucking things that we don't want to admit about ourselves. And this was very true for me and how Kezia and I really met was when I added her to my Facebook for a second time, although it's been a third now because I've had my social medias um, deleted. But um, the second time I added you was because I deleted you because I was so fucking sick of looking at your, your, you know, your glory. And I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, cool. No, we're all good. We're on a podcast. No one could see that. Your your screen just froze. (laughs) It's all good. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. So (laughs) yeah, I deleted you because I was so, I was so triggered and I was so sick of (laughs) looking at, you know, just you showing up all the time and all the rest of it. I just had, I had a gut for when I deleted you. And then it wasn't until like maybe five months later or something when I had done a whole bunch of work that I was like, who were all those women that I was hating on? And, you know, you were one of the people that I added back and kind of had this discussion with Mm. this real and raw discussion of like, girl, I fucking, you made me sick for a bit there, you know, (laughs) like, (laughs) just like, yeah, have that effect. And also we had this really cool space where we could talk about it and normalize it. And I, and now we're here on a podcast and, you know, it's growth comes from leaning into, you know, those spaces. Mm. And um, yeah, I know it's been transformational for me to just round up everyone that I've had an issue with. Really, it was an issue with myself and just going, hey, this is 
what was going on for me with no expectation from them. Yeah. But yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's a powerful discussion and would love to hear your experience with, you know, no doubt many other examples you have of that same story. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to share. Like, you know, I, I, I fucking love that. Cause this is the real chats, you know, I love um, that you had the courage to actually like message me and be like, Hey girl, this is what, and I'm like, you know, it takes, it takes balls, you know, it takes real courage and it's, and it's so necessary. One of the biggest works that I do and I do with a lot of my clients is like finding every single area of your life that you feel like an out of integrity with, or you feel like there's a block in your abundance And so, you know, that's like, it's like the cleaning up conversations, like where is something that I need to clean up? Mm -hmm. Um, So just like fully celebrating your courage to do that. Cause I, I mean, for me, there's no, I did love it. I love it when people can be real, you know, like I fucking want the real, I want the juice. I want the non-perfectness and, you know, pedestaling it's weird. I'm actually, I'm kind of like fascinated by why as humans we do it. Like what, what is this thing? You know, even I, I saw it. Do you know Celeste Barber? No, no, I don't. You might. She takes like, um, she takes the piss out of celebrities. She, she's like a, you know, size 14 woman. She's on the Gold Coast and she's got like 6 million followers. She's hilarious. Ooh, and I love her because she like literally like, you know, there'll be a model walking down the bikini and like, it was like, you know, tiny. And then Celeste does a copy and she's like, well, all her like flab hanging out and you know, she's oh, so great. Like, yeah. Yeah. You probably would have, but she, anyway, so she was at this cafe and I was like, Oh my God, this Celeste Barber. I'm like, I have to take a photo with her. And I just, and my whole, my a physiology, physiologically, and this isn't that long ago, noticed my whole body went into like, I was shaking and I'm like, why? I know that she's a real chill human being, but like, why, why do we do this? What is this, like a, this power dynamic thing that plays out? Why do we pedestal people? Cause you know, even though I can say like, Hey, don't pedestal me. Like I eat and shit and I fucking like, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, it still happens mm-hmm. anyway. I don't know that I, I really, I should study that more, but it's, it's fascinating to me around why we do it. But I guess if anyone is listening, you know, anything that takes you outside of yourself, that makes you feel like you're not enough. And that can be a danger with the spiritual and personal development communities. We're always searching for more, we're always like, we, I'm like, we're not fucking broken, yo. And mm. I don't, I want people to truly like, if you work with me, the biggest thing that I want you to do, even if you come into my space is to know that it's fucking all inside of you, everything mm-hmm. I got nothing for you. My job's not done unless you can like pull yourself out of the darkest depths of hell when your grief is overcome you, you know, that's all on you. And so pedestaling. Yeah. I, I, it's just an interesting dynamic. I think that's probably come from the patriarchy of the guru model of the you know, and I fucking want to real break it down because unity, I actually believe and see where we're going is, you know, maybe it's not in this life. Maybe we start the ball rolling, but it's like we fully, every single human being becomes a fully sovereign being who has their own bank account and, you know, maybe has Bitcoin and we, we each, we come back to the land. We come back to the sacredness. That's what COVID is showing us, the sacredness of the land, the sacredness of our people. We acknowledge our neighbors. We, we, we're, we're, that's where what's really going. And this, this, this eventually, I don't think we're going to have these, like, this is the, the, no, they know all. I mean, mm. um, Michelle Obama said she sat on tables with like people, you know, millionaires and people and the half of them go, I don't even know how I ended up on this table. You know, maybe their dad was rich or they're like, I don't even know how I got here. Like don't fucking better still me. Mm, mm. And a lot, I just want to plug in here that a lot of those aren't those questions. Have you read conversations with God? Like, the, all the series? No, not all of them. I, I think I read the first book. That was a few years ago. I, I, I get to read that again. Book three is where, you know, that discussion really heads into um, God's plan of how it can work and how it all went wrong. So a lot of those answers are in there. Just FYI, if you're, you know, cool. a lot of those answers. But obviously, it's going to take a lot of work um, and a lot of belief. But yeah, just plugging that in there. Um, 
Do you have anything that you, you got burning to share? Otherwise, I've got a question up my sleeve, but as I said, the questions are there for, you know, back up. You got anything that's on your heart that you want to jam on? Oh. I mean, I kind of want to ask you a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Head out. Go for it. You know, I, I want to know, uh, like, what's your biggest lessons been from COVID? And, you know, you talk about, like your culture and mana and what that means to you. Like for me, I love learning about that stuff and I'd love to know, yeah, I guess what's been really, yeah. What your biggest lessons from COVID have been. Just really, if you're wondering why I'm silent, I'm just, you're yeah, really allowing what wants to come through from a deeper place rather than from my mind being like, blah, 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 blah. Mm. which has taken a while to be able to speak from. Like I can talk shit till the cows come home, but really questions like this deserve to come from a deeper place. It's the lesson, biggest lesson is it's no longer a time to, to stay, play, think, operate on the surface. It's really a, a time to, to ask deeper questions, to call ourselves to deeper levels. Like never mind other people calling us to deeper levels, like calling ourselves to deeper levels. Because if we play on the surface, and there was this proverb from the Bible, I'm not religious, but I mean, this proverb stuck with me. It's a story about, you know, the man who built his house on the sand and the man who build it on the rock and it's like we're now being called to 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 really get down to that rock that core place within us where our mana our power our source our our innate power is held it's we're being called back there it's like one of the biggest times of adversity in the fucking planet in the history that we'll ever know and people are worried about all the surface stuff and I'm, I'm in my four walls going like, fuck, what's the deeper questions that I can ask myself? Like in the last three months, Kezia, I have, you know, I've been to ER, I've fucking been, I've had all my social medias and every piece of content that I've ever created in my business over the last four years completely just wiped. Like if we talk about a fucking hurricane, like you can look at the hurricane and, and you know, be like add effect or whatever the hell you want to call it, be a victim or like try and solve that problem of why all of that happened. But my belief is it's time to ask the deeper questions. Like what am I being called to by that shit all happening to me? Like what it's no, and I, and I, my bigger other lesson is like really learning to also ground back into compassion when people don't understand how to ask those questions. And there's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, playing to that standard but also being like breathe not everyone out here is you know on the rock and how can I still hold my truth which is what you were talking about at the start you know how can I show up in my truth but also make room for people that are still trying to like bunker down on the surface mm -hmm. so one of my greatest lessons is like compassion is top pro like values my values have shifted compassion, consistency, and just being really clear on where we're focusing. That, that for me, those, that's my greatest lesson is just getting really clear and, you know, about, yeah, bunkering down. I don't know if that, I, I trust that all flowed, but yeah, that was a lot. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm in two minds right now. I've got this question and I thought about it before the podcast. It's definitely a back road question. I'm going to go there because this is what it's for. Totally. <clears throat> and you can do with it what you want. But if ever there were a space, it's here. You mentioned learning about mana and love and culture and you love learning about that stuff. And I know that's something you're not just saying like I've seen you, you know, fucking showing up for, you know, when the Black Lives Matter thing was um, 
you know, really prominent in the space. And, you know, I just want to, the thought I had before the podcast was you and I are both from the same place, Mm. right? And very different backgrounds and upbringings. But yet there's this connection that I feel between us, like that is at a, you know, it's, it's a higher, like we've, I don't know if I'm getting the right words here, but, you know, I'm just going to be real. Like, you're, you know, I'm Māori. You're, you know, European Pākehā. And yet we have come together on this understanding of how much, like, this connection on a higher level. And that's what I want in the world. Mm. Truly, for my people, for um, everybody is to be able to meet there. And I feel that so strongly with like, yeah, this energy that we have here, even though we don't catch up a lot, but I just feel that, yeah, I don't know what I just opened up there, but do you want to talk about that for a moment or what that's bringing up for you? Because I got no idea. (laughs) That's what source gave me and that's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. No, this is great. You know, like... You know what I'm being shown right now and I'm being initiated into is levels of compassion and levels where I just fucking look away. Like I don't even like, I'm just like, it doesn't phase me. I don't, you know, that's just me living in my world right now. Like it's, you know, and I, I'm so deeply being enrolled into like understanding human beings, you know, and I'm just like, where did we go so horribly wrong? Like, where did we fucking go so horribly wrong? And the separation and the segregation, you know, this goes beyond race and color and skin. It's fucking everywhere. It is everywhere. And that's just one piece. You know, it's one piece. And this unity thing, it's like, you know, and I'm so obsessed with studying women and and every sort of women you know I, I my deepest desire is to like be on the ground and fucking having my my fingers in the earth and understanding why this earth is here I'm fucking getting goosebumps and understanding why we do the things and we've, we've fucking lost so much culture and so much beauty in this life and I and I just you know, I, I see powerful women like you who have a voice to share and I'm just, I, I want women to fucking use their voice and like stand up for something they so deeply believe in, you know, and I want to activate that in women. Like, you know, my thing for you is like, girl, like go fucking bigger, go stronger. Do not be silent about the things that you give a shit about. Like right now we need that. And I want women to like, whew, go. Mm. Like, there's so much hate in this world and the truth is that we are all just fucking creatrix. We all just human beings with souls and we are put on this planet right now to take off the fucking skin suits and see the human being for who they are, you know, and and it's going to take courage again and again. It really does. Well, I just love hearing you talk about what you stand for and what you want to see and I can see how this this has just turned into a discussion, which I love, you know. If I be the one, one of my deepest truths and beliefs, and let me know what, what your angle is on this, is that, and this is why I work with women, and I would love to hear your side on this, but I believe that as women, we, we hold the key to our environment. Everything around us, like, if we want fact, everything is born of the feminine. Mm. Everything, humans, plants, everything is, comes from the feminine. Yet when we're in the physical life with our physical jobs and our physical responsibilities, we forget that. We forget that it all starts here. And, you know, I think it was when I was reading Woman Who Run With The Wolves, um, she mentioned that we have to be willing to teach our men or teach our spouses if, you know, however you roll, 
but we have to be willing as women to teach our men. But yet so much of so so many of us start off by wanting the other person to change or the circumstances to change. And my biggest like, you like, hey, everything I do is 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 because I want people to understand and wake up to that it's not out there. Like it can never be out there. It's all in here. Like I've seen for like I'm s I can't even describe the changes I've seen in my world just based on me fucking grounding and what I need and my boundaries and my and learning about my emotions. Literally things have fallen away. Literally things have rebloomed and rebirthed and I can't fucking explain why. All I've got is that I know that women hold the key to their environments. And I was watching this documentary on Dame Fina Cooper yesterday, um, the Maori woman who led the march from the top of the North Island to Wellington for Maori rights. And she says that every woman is the prime minister of her home. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, (laughs) yes. That's But um, yeah, I would love to know your thoughts on that and just your work around that and your message. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. I was going to do a live today, actually, because sometimes I feel this, you know, I, I often question like, ah, it's interesting. Like women are really noticeably in our industry really leading the way, you know, and I'm like, why, why is that? And I, I catch myself, I'm like, oh, am I excluding men? Am I, you know, wh- am I excluding men by only solely working with women? Or what? Or I wonder what men are going through. And, and, and what I am doing, I just, just openly not, you don't even know the answers, but I, I feel like women are stepping into their power right now. And, and maybe not even their, we've always had the power innately inside us, but we're really reclaiming our truth. And, and I, um, I don't know if you've ever read Mary Magdalene revealed. It's a great book. No, but I heard you talk about it, but yeah, go on. And, and they talk about that, you know, back, back then, you know, like Mary Magdalene was initiate, a six magic initiate. And she through her, through the six magic with Jesus, this is a, a scripted thing. They helped to elevate his energetic car body. So without the woman, like she is God, like, in this book, Pussy, she talks about, you know, you think you have an altar, that you have all your precious, beautiful things. Like, how would a woman be if she treated herself as an altar? We are literally a, a direct vessel to God. Like, we birth souls. Like, it fucking blows my mind. Like, I'm like, holy shit. We are so divine. And we have, you know, the whatever happened, you know, and Mary Magdalene talks about how that um, women used to own the, the, the lands to the, to lights, the rights to land and, and, and sin wasn't even made in the Bible. Like they just added it in to help control people, you know, and that's why we have shame around our sexuality, shame around the thing that brings in life mm-hmm. and shame around that our pussies and our womb are beyond what we could even begin to understand lives so much power and magic like we're so disconnected from that area. And I think women are stepping into leadership right now more than ever, because this is not to shame men. I, I don't, I don't identify with feminism. I haven't studied a lot of feminism, so I can't even speak to that, but I don't personally identify with that, but I identify that women provide a physiologically love, nurture, care, and compassion that, you know, a man is out there hunting and, and, and being on purpose you know, we need women leaders because we need compassion in this world more than ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and greed and money and doing things to suit an agenda. You know, like I believe women are rising because the magnetic transmission of a woman, you know, like she is receptive when she just is in her radiance, you don't even need to do anything and you are attracting just fucking things and people into you. And so, yeah, I believe that women are rising and, and and equally in terms of partnership, you know, I was I was studying this because I journeyed this with my partner. I'm like, oh, I wish she was more evolved, or you know, or wish she was like. And I think the more that I do on me, it's like the more that I connect to God, the more that I am like elevated. And even someone said to me recently, you know, if you were to 
deeply connect to God and have yourself be so lit up by God, or you, you don't have to tell him anything. He's just going to get your transmission by you being his, his connection to opening his heart. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think, and the, and the, I know there's like stories like, Oh, there's not many woke men or, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have a man who's willing than woke because a willing man is ready. You know, my partner, he's just so open and ready to keep leaning into to understanding and compassion. And yeah, there's a beautiful dance that's happening with everyone. I don't even know if that was like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it just looked like, as you were speaking, I was finding my, I was deepening my truths as well. And it's like, what you just said is what I was trying to say to start off with is that that I often too ask, Oh, should I be working with men as well? Mm. You know, but I truly believe that I am working with men by working with women. Yes. I, I am. I'm playing my part by uh, empowering women who fucking know how to set a boundary and respect the boundary uh, by knowing their needs and being able to communicate those and by able to feel their emotions. It's that environment. It sets a temperature for that environment for the man to open and hold the space that like, so in my mind, I'm like, I am working with men by working with women, you know? And, and then I have like my deepest uh, leaders who have helped to grow me are men, you know, Mm. like I work with David A. Charles and he fucking holds a phenomenal space for me, you know, as a mask, as the masculine and Mm. like, I trust that men are in beautiful hands when it comes to, you know, really healing the masculine and, you know, getting into that dark masculine and really owning that power. So I'm just like, no, we're good. We're covered. Like we're good to step into this. And this is the work. This is why I believe so many of us women are really stepping into the power because we're, it's actually a two for one thing in my mind. What do you Mm. reckon? Mm. Yeah, no, no. I, I love that you said that. I hadn't thought about like that, but I totally agree. Because we're we're empowering women to to yeah to take back their choices and to and I believe that you know I mean my, one of my favorite saying is that our only job on this planet is to be the highest expressed version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know anything else like I you know martyr complex or whatever it might be. And so our only job is to do that. So you know you think about think about Oprah just by being in, she doesn't have to coach you just being in her transmission. You're activated by her. You're like, Whoa, I love her. I love what she's about. I love what she's done. Of course you, you come up to meet that because you want to be that. So think about the same as a woman. If we're, the more we are in our feminine and our radiance and our grace and our strength and our power, of course the men are going to want to come up and meet us. Of course. Yes. yes that's it. And as long as we don't emasculate them and which is, can be fucking like challenging, of course, you know, and it's, that's, that's the, the duality of the dance of like being in our feminine. And that's my biggest work is like softening and, and not knowing that softening doesn't mean weakness and softening. doesn't mean that I'm not in control. Like softening is with my home is when I feel the most connected to my life and my, my business and my life force, you know, um, it doesn't equal weakness. I always try and embody women that I'm like entities like Wonder Woman, Cleopatra, like Cleopatra just sits there. You know, she's not like fucking, she's got her jewels on and she's like radiant as hell and she speaks her truth. You know, like who are these? A Wonder Woman, like I fucking, yeah, Wonder Woman, like that's, I'm like embodying that, you know, a lioness. She just lies around in the sun baking and then when it's time for action, she's rah! That's her. Like. <laughs> love it love it love it love it yeah this is so fun i'm having time in my life (laughs) i'm I'm like this cannot end but you know it will (laughs) will be recorded for all of time um yes i uh, like that subject is very dear to my heart and i just you know i love that more of us are stepping up and helping you know helping other sisters up because when we help the sisters we help the men you know that that's a like oh here's a good thing it's like when 
you were just about to say it and then you um, said something else, but it was like, when we take back what's ours or when we take back responsibility, mm. then the responsibility is no longer put on anyone else. And so when someone has got the freedom because they're not carrying other people's responsibility, they're empowered to be in their fullest expression. Mm. So let's play it from like a, you know, a dynamic of relationship. If the woman takes back responsibility for her emotions, boundaries, and needs, then the man no longer needs to carry those or vice versa, y'all, like all vice versa. Yep. And then, you know, each has got that room to move and to be in their fullest expression. So yeah, that's just a little bit of code from it. But um, as you do. Um, as you do. Yeah. So as we are kind of wrapping up, what's, what's your deepest desire, Kezia, for work, for women, you know, building a better tomorrow for themselves, for their families, for future generations? What's your deepest desire for them? What a great question. Uh, my deepest desire is that they know on a physical level, on an absolute level, that they can create anything that they fucking want. Like, not, not just, yeah, life of my dreams. Like, actually, physically know that anything is possible. And my deepest desire is that they stop listening to the outside world that gets in their ear and allows them to think and make think them think that they're less than, you know, I was listening to Angela Gallo the other day and she talked about the biggest conspiracy theory is, and this whole thing is that our world is enrolling us to believe they're only, we only play at 1% of what we're truly capable of. That's the biggest conspiracy out of all, you know, What's the truth? We have no idea what happens outside of these constructs of the beliefs that we play in. My deepest desire is for a woman to know that if I can do it, you can do it. We can all fucking do it. There is no limit to the, to, to the absolute possibilities of, of a woman being, and, and, and not just like, like, yes, you've got a soul mission, but I want women to know that they can be a millionaire they can have the house of their dreams they can eat organic food every day they can live wherever the fuck they want they can have a partnership they can have partnerships if they want they can have children they can fly business class they can be a philanthropist and and none of them means anything about who they are or or that they're a you know capitalist because they've got money or like you know you can be all of it you can be all of it. You can fucking dress in jewels and be outrageous and crazy. And you can want to sleep with whoever the fuck you want to sleep in because your pussy is your fucking vessel to whatever the fuck you want it to be. And that you can have the bit, like you can create a business out of anything. Did you know, like you can create money out of anything, like anything you have. It's wild what we can do as human beings. So I just want my deepest desire for women is to feel fucking alive is to like, to, to like look at fear and just want to fucking lick it on the face and just be like, I love you fear. Mm -hmm. just be like, yeah, bring it. Because that, that courage that, you know, this control that we keep ourselves trapped in just has us suffocating and like hanging our own fucking necks. But when we actually lean into the unknown that life is, we're all going to die anyway. We're all going to fucking be in a grave. You know, I believe in souls and whatever, but you know, so why won't you just, like step into that courage and taste the aliveness of how juicy it can be to be in the flow of life, the grief, the pain, the love, the joy, the sex, the passion, all of it. Mm. And what is, in your opinion, what are the, mo the ways, the modalities, the, the, the containers that you've been in that you recommend for people, like for people to start getting curious about and of, you know, speaking about your own as well, like your own containers and spaces, but like, what are some of the ways women can do this? Yeah. Mm. You know, the, the tangible thing, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're like, where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? What's the first step? The first step is to choose courage. Like what if every day I did something that scared the shit out of me? You know, I asked my partner to go down on me more to, you know, I asked my boss for a raise. I 
decided to go to the gym even when I feel like I'm the fattest bitch there when I you know like what would what would be a little step in towards courage so that would be my greatest my greatest first step I mean I do that now self every day how can I be how can I be more self-expressed how can I be more um and then the different modalities you know I mean there's two things mindset work yes so you know anything but the, the truly the deepest thing which helped to break through my traumas and to break through me playing and was doing body work you know I, you know I've done Preston Smiles and Alexi Panos's container that that two years ago that set me on a trajectory that changed my life their extreme workshop they get back to Australia you absolutely have to do that um breath work sexuality work mm. sexuality work was the key thing for me to let go of my bullshit family um fairy tale life you know I was so conditioned to want this fairy tale life, you know, and that's when I actually, my partner was like, I fully just, everything was inside me. Um, sexuality, plant medicine. I've, I've, I've dived into anything that mindset work is great. It's important, but anything that awakens your consciousness, anything that gets you out of your mind, because we're taught to live in our mind and back into our bodies is next level feminine workshops, breath work, all of it, all of it is great. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I am, you know, I am leaning more into the sexuality work. And, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, like your mate, Victoria Redbard. Just want to plug her in there because she is like, you know, I really respect her really making a stand in, in the space of sexuality and just how you show up and, you know, just like, yeah, just really getting comfortable in these spaces like of discussing with fun and with love about your body all of it and i'm i'm you know even now i'm seeing how i'm going deeper in those conversations and some people are still on the surface like oh shit you can talk like that and it's like yeah that was me too you know that was me yeah but yeah thank you for just putting out those you know what you believe is a place to start and i love how you mentioned just courage just courage, like just start there. Sometimes the answer is just so big and just so many options that let's just bring it back here. Just start here. Yeah. Mm. Um, how, like what have you, now I know what you've got going on, but say it for the people, but I, I advocate for your containers like you. Oh. Yeah. So I would love for women that, and men, oh. You know, you're a woman <laughs> to connect with you and also know what containers you do hold, you know. Mm. Um, so just talk about those a little bit where people can find you and the work that you've got going on right now. Um, or where to look at how to work with you in the future. Amazing, thank you. Yeah. Um, in a week's time, I've got my entry, not entry level, but it's my 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 shorter program, which is called um, Unlock Your Edge, Unlock Your Social Edge. So it's kind of talks about that, like, you know, there's practices and exercises um, to help you step into, you know, a lot of people want to have an online business, but they don't, they want, they, they're still kind of holding back, but they don't know why. So there is a mix of strategy and talking about how to make your branding and all that and you're to stand out, but actually the energetics of stepping into the uncomfortableness is where the magic truly happens. So that's one of my offerings. Um, and then my favorite offering is my six month container magic mission money, which does start, um, I think it's the end of September. Yeah, I've got another um, another round starting in September and that's the six-month container. It's all about how to create a sustainable business, how to unlock your magic, how to tap into your soul's mission and then have your money codes just be a pure reflection of being on your soul's purpose. So um, that's really, you know, it's not a quick fix. I, I do the opposite. I'm the polarization of a lot of business coaches. I don't promise 10K months. I don't promise any of that. I promise long-term sustainability, you being in true alignment. You know, my girls, when they come into my program, they get a human design reading. You know, it's it's highly important that women know who the fuck they are and creating a life and a framework around that sustainability. Um, and that's a lot of embodiment practices also makes the same thing. Embodiment with a strategy, you know, there's bits of strategy. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Um, again, yeah, like, thank you for showing up and, you know, sharing the insides of 
you know, your thoughts and, and, you, and how you think. Um, Kezia's... Send me any questions. Oh, yeah. It just froze for a little bit, but I had us covered. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just thank you so much for... I know, I you froze. I was like... <laughs> no, thank you so much for showing up and for just showing us the insides of your heart, your... I'm going to say it, your pussy, you know, like your soul, your your mind, like just showing us all the corners in this podcast and really just being another pillar of permission for women to say, you know what, fuck, I'm going to do that today or I'm going to, I'm going to tick that off or I'm going to do that thing that I wanted to do. It's just another pillar of permission, which is, you know, I just want this podcast and I know you have a podcast too. So make sure you check out Kezia's podcast called Powerful Woman. Um, that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Great. So after you listen to this, you just jump straight on over there. And you <laughs> that. Again, because it's all powerful pillars and stories um, that we can all draw on, you know, and take what we need, leave what we don't um, mm. and just grow. Yeah. So any final words from you, sister? Ah, any final words from me? You're simply the best. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Better than all the rest. <laughs> um, my, my final words, just bring more fun to your life. Like it gets to yes. be all of it, you know, like it gets to be fun. But my sister's got a five month old and I find this really fascinating because she takes her to these sensory classes. And she told me that, you know, the reason that they have the clapping and the singing and the bright colors is because it's because babies learn 60,000 times quicker when they add fun. Mm. So imagine if we just added fun to everything, we would actually learn things because we remember it. So I'm like, add fun to your whole fucking life and I promise it'll change. I love that you ended on that because I'm like, we just went like north, east, south, west, deep. <laughs> like, and, and I was like, that was fucking deep and it was cool and it was a trip. And, and I just love that you ended on simplicity, which is start with courage and just like, have a laugh. Like, I really felt that coming through, like, oh, we just need that in here. And I'm so glad, like, oh, of course, it's right on time. Um, that <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Um, so thank you again, Kezia. Like, fuck, this has been so cool. More chats like this. Like, I intend to call in more insanely <laughs> awesome chats like this for people to, yeah, vibe with. So thank you. Thank you, sister. Awesome. So um, this is going to cut off now, but I'll, I'll, I'll message you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. If you have any questions or you want to dig a little bit deeper into what we're discussing here and how it might apply to you, send me a message on Instagram. There's a link above in the notes. Just click it and it will take you to my page. While you're there, be sure to check out my bio, which has got lots of free resources that relate to what we're teaching here in this podcast. So do that. Otherwise, we'll catch you on the next episode.